Welcome everybody, the Royal Rumble 2024. Here on Tap Out Talk, we're gonna cover the results, the thoughts. Can you believe tonight that the word boring associated with WWE was actually trending on Twitter X? You know what? These are gonna be my thoughts on the night, but I know a lot of you guys weren't happy with the way Royal Rumble went today. Let's get in. All right, guys, first up, the first match is going to be the Royal Rumble winner women's matchup. Entering at number one was Natalia. Entering at number two was a shocker of a return. Maybe not so much to people that were in the know, you know, but it was Naomi making her return to the WWE. I think it makes sense. I think it was actually good for Naomi to come back to where her husband works at, come back to where her, she made her career. From all those days back when she was a Funkadactyl with Rodas Clay up until now. Trinity's done some great work in TNA, and I think some of that will carry over into the Royal Rumble tonight as we continue on. We get a couple back and forth moves between them, but then entering at number three is none other than Bailey, and she was my number one pick to win this Rumble tonight. Bailey basically was just soaking in the atmosphere as she gets in there. And then she gets into some rear drops with Maddie. And then ultimately, entering at number four was Candice LeRae. So it's interesting with Candice LeRae, we had a kind of a mixed crowd reaction on there tonight. The crowd was a little bit dead tonight. I am being told that the acoustics in that stadium are not the best for capturing crowd and audience sound. So that could be the reason why. But I know a lot of you guys are saying the WWE shouldn't even go back to that arena ever again whether it was the fans or the overall acoustics. So at this point, we continue on. And at number five was the TNA Knockouts Women Champion, Jordan Grace, making her WWE debut. And I will say, you guys, Jordan Grace looked good tonight. Some people were complaining that she didn't last too long, but she lasts till about number 15 or so before getting eliminated. And I actually thought that was a pretty good showing for somebody that's from the TNA brand. You gotta understand that this ultimately means that, you know, the WWE is doing business and playing out, allowing others outside to come play in their sandbox. And it comes down to the fact that their job is to come in and eventually lose to a WWE star here. However, Jordan Grace made a great debut and I think she impressed a lot of people. I can't help but wonder if Jordan Grace's mention or being in the Royal Rumble had anything to do with Trinity Fatu, aka Naomi, saying, if you want to re-sign me, I need you to partner with me so I can help leave TNA on a good note. And I think that's very classy if that was the reason. Continuing on, as Grace um, was basically pretty hot in the ring, she was hitting a Michinoku driver on Naomi. They did a hug in the beginning when they first interacted at one point in the match and then just kind of went at it. Number six is Indy Hartwell. Good seeing Indy coming back in in the Royal Rumble. And I think she had a pretty good showing that night. And then at number seven, we get crazy Asuka. Asuka coming in. And Bailey's a little confused at first. And it feels like this damage control storyline is impending doom a little bit. And they're getting slower and slower, you know, really breaking up. And that's going to lead to Bailey wrestling them at Mania. 
Indy Hartwell is eliminated by Bailey at this point. And the timer ticks down, and then we at number eight, we get Ivy Nile. Ivy Nile is a little pit bull. She actually, uh, part of the Creed group, right, with the Creed brothers. Ivy Nile showed a, some pretty good little back and forth there, going right after Oscar in the beginning. Number nine entrance was Katana Chance. And at this point, she comes in, uh, gives a little bit of a reaction there. And then entering at number 10 was our first, you know, other, or not our first, but another major star for us was Bianca Belair. Everybody's went soft on Bianca Belair a little bit. But I think she is a you know bona fide star in WWE, and she's still building her career. So at this point, we do kind of continue on, and she gets some great spots with some spine busters. But then at number 11 is the Pirate Princess Kyrie Sane, and we then get to a point that interesting as we have damage control with Asuka and Kyrie Sane, and everybody kind of getting into this ring. At this point. Naomi tries to jump chance, but no luck. Candice LeRae is eliminated by damage control as a team. The timer counts down, and then at number 12, we get Tegan Knox. Now, I thought Tegan Knox actually had a pretty quick entrance and elimination here. Natalia gets eliminated by Tegan Knox at this point, and Tegan Knox then gets eliminated by Bailey having a good showing. Um, interesting. I thought they would play more of the Hero Sami Zayn card with Tegan Knox tonight. However, that was not the case. So we're continuing on. At 13 was Kaden Carter. Kaden Carter comes in. She double teams with Katana Chance. Getting that old band back together. Kyrie Sane is then eliminated by Kaden Carter. Asuka is eliminated by Katana Chance. We get a lot of mix-up going on. And then, at this point, Jordan Grace is eliminated by Bianca Belair. At number 15, we've got Piper Niven coming down into the ring. And she is going to be one of the big brawlers of the ring. She comes in. And at this point, at 16. We got Zia Lee coming in. Clock counts down again. We get Zelina Vega coming in. Hitting a meter or a right on Katana Carter. Leg sweep. Chance to knee. And then we get some back and forth there. At 18, we get Maxine Dupree. I don't know if Maxine Dupree needed to be in this rumble. She's supposed to be the new and improved Maxine Dupree. Um, I don't know, it kind of looked like the same for me, but ultimately she makes her entrance again at number 18. We continue on, we get some action. Caden Carter's gonna be eliminated by Piper Niven. Looking pretty strong there. The countdown ticks and we get Nia Jax. And now business is about to pick up with the cousin of the rock. Catching Vega and throwing her in at this point, Zia Lee is eliminated by Nia Jax. Then Ivy Nile is eliminated by Nia Jax. And at this point, I remember um, number 20 entering is Shotzi Blackheart driving that tank down. At this point, Nia shrugs. They try to all work together to eliminate Nia, and she shrugs them off. She comes in, and Maxine Dupree is eliminated by Bailey, and Piper Niven gets eliminated by Nia Jax. At this point, Katana Chance is eliminated by Nia Jax. Nia Jax is getting the beast mode here at the Rumble. And at this point, we're wondering, oh, I'm saying, who is going to be the one that actually gets Nia Jax out? She's looking like the immovable object. So we keep going, and Chelsea Green is going to get eliminated. Kills, um, Becky Lynch enters at 21 in the timer, and then she comes right in. She eliminates Chelsea Green in humorous fashion of tapping her on the head like a child and then eliminating her, knocking her off the apron. So she's eliminated by Becky Lynch. The timer ticks down at 22, we get Alba Fire. I noticed the announce team, they had a hard time 
with naming some of these girls or wondering who they were. And it took them a very, very long time to identify Alba Fire. That could be a problem if your announce team's not sure who's who in the WWE. However, we continue on. And at that point, number 23, we get Shayna Baszler. Baszler coming out, the submission magician, as it will. Entering at 24 is Valhalla. And it was me, or was it Michael Cole or Corey Graves that was going a little crazy and a little too crazy over the fact that she was wearing antlers? That's right, wearing antlers, and she was geeking out pretty heavily on that. However, at this point, we don't really get Valhalla right in. We get R-Truth coming down, making his run down and at 24, and he gets in the Women's Rumble, and then Truth realizes there's all women in the match. The general manager, Adam Pierce, is on the scene. He has to actually tell Truth that this is not the men's match. This is the women's match. It's too early. A great comedic spot. And finally, the crowd comes alive a little bit for this. Good job to R-Truth, Ron Truth Killings. But at this point, um, technically, R-Truth was eliminated by Nia Dax. And at this point, um, Valhalla is eliminated by Nia Jax as well. Naomi hits a jawbreaker on Nia, and then entering at number 25 is Mia Yim. Yim is running hot and hits a tornado DDT. Albafire gets eliminated by Naomi. Zelina Vega gets eliminated by Shayna Baszler just after Tony, Tony Stark. Not Iron Man Tony Stark, <laughs> but we got 26 is Zoe Stark. Must be Iron Man's cousin, but ultimately she makes the way. Countdown ticks, we get Roxanne Perez at 27. And then Shayna Baszler gets eliminated by Nia Jax and Mia Yim is eliminated by Nia Jax and Shotzi Blackheart, all eliminated by Nia Jax. They're building to something. Who is gonna get Nia out of here? At number 28, Jade Cargill makes her WWE debut in Royal Rumble entrant in a very sweet spot. And I will say this, at the time, I didn't realize it was number 28 where she came out because I felt like Jade Cargill was in this match for a long time. And I was all into it. It was one of my moments of the night where I geeked out and popped a little. I was like, yes! And, you know, I was like, I'm so glad that Jade made her debut and she looked so strong. Nia Jax gets eliminated by Jade Cargill. And Jade is going on a rampage. Becky Lynch is stunned um, and thrilled by Nia being gone. Bailey tries to eliminate Cargill, but she's denied. And Becky gets posted. And... Um, and as the countdown timer ticks, we enter and it's Tiffy time. Tiffany Stratton making her NXT to WWE debut. And at this point, we go a little bit further. Entering at number 30 is Liv Morgan, the runner-up from the 2023 Women's Royal Rumble. We get Oblivion to Bailey right away. A super kick from Stark cuts her off. Zoe dumps her in the rink and cuts her off. Zoe Stark gets eliminated by Liv Morgan. Roxanne Perez gets eliminated by Tiffany Stratton. This match is going all over and we're getting a little crazy. At this point, we then get Becky Lynch eliminated by Naomi and Naomi eliminated by Jade Cargill. And I thought it was actually Jade Cargill that was eliminating Becky here in this one a little bit. But ultimately, Tiffany Stratton was eliminated by Bailey, Bianca Belair eliminated by Bailey, and Bailey is the Iron Woman of this matchup. Can she go the distance? Can she go the long way? Jade Cargill gets eliminated by Liv Morgan. There's going to be a story to tell there. I promise you that. She will have a matchup with her. Bailey thinks fast, and Bailey 
is the last woman eliminated with Liv Morgan. I like the ending to this match. All three of the final girls, Cargill, Bailey, and Morgan, all on the apron, fighting for at least a good 90 seconds back and forth of doom until Bailey is the winner here. And Bailey did the job. She got her first ever Royal Rumble winner added to her resume. And my prediction so far is one for one for the evening. And we're gonna move on. At this point, we all move on. We only got four matches tonight. This one is the Universal Championship. It's a fatal four-way with all the stars that SmackDown has to offer in the Universal Championship. We got L.A. Knight, Randy Orton, A.J. Styles, and Roman Reigns, the Tribal One, the Tribal Chief. At this point, the head of the table comes in. All three men are taking down Reigns, and I'll say this, they did a good job making all of these guys look good in the match. But I think the world's best kept secret, or not best kept secret, the one that was told to everybody was, Roman Reigns was going to win this match tonight. It was the same old shtick, it was the same old stuff. It was Solo Sokoa making his entrance and interfering on behalf of the tribal one. And I do think eventually Solo might get tired of Roman and eventually flip on him someday. But ultimately for now, we get a lot of back and forth in the matchup. I think it was a yeah, pretty good matchup overall. I don't think it overstayed its welcome, but ultimately we did get Roman Reigns pinfall with a spear on LA Knight, I believe it was. Yeah, because there was a Superman touch to take LA Knight off of his feet and he retains the WWE title. There was a point in the match when Solo came in and he stacked all the guys on top of each other with the exception of AJ Styles. And he actually stacking those bodies as promised and AJ Styles then comes off the top rope and just breaks that up. So at this point, we do get Roman Ranger Tribal Chief retaining. No interference other than Solo Sokoa in this match. No appearance from The Rock. That's okay though, because this is Royal Rumble and it should sell itself, right? So far, the first two matches were okay. Uh, a little underwhelming on the night. But, you know what? We're going to get into the second half of this show in a minute. Before we do that, I want to say thank you to each and every one of you guys that uh, support me. You guys like, you share, even subscribe to the channel. Consider doing that if you're a first time. If you've been back before, welcome back. And again, hit that like button. It helps my channel out so much. Hey, check us out on thefansofprowrestling.com. I'm on Twitter as well, over on X, at the Brian Adkins. We host spaces every Monday um, and Wednesday and Sundays as well. Uh, we can come, we can chat, we can ask questions to each other and talk all things wrestling. Let's get in. All right, I want to say the Royal Rumble, third match of the four matches tonight, Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul, United States Championship. I will say... Logan Paul being United States champion. A lot of you guys don't like part-time champions. I get it. But going into WrestleMania, Logan Paul is going to be good from a brand recognition standpoint outside of the WWE. It's good to throw this title at him. It refreshes the title a little bit, makes it not seen as much. That title will eventually get moved over to somebody that is going to be very deserving of that and use that title as we move forward in the mania all right so we're going to be patient here this matchup i expected a little bit more tonight i expected it to steal the show even i thought they were in a good position 
but I'll be honest, I've seen better Logan Paul and Kevin Owens matches. I thought the buildup was good. I thought, you know, the idea of Kevin Owens, no nonsense, just punch Logan Paul right in the face. And I think this is classic indie wrestler versus entertainer. But ultimately, we did have some interference from a Logan Paul Prime Energy grew goon. But at the end of the day, we do get a little bit of a mishap here as they get um, Ryan Tran, I believe was his name, gets ejected. But there are brass knuckles that are handed off. And actually, Kevin Owens reverses it and gets the knuckles, hits the loaded punch on Paul. And the one, the two, but the referee, Ryan Tran calls a stop to it. Ryan Tran was the referee. He calls a stop to it. And at that point, Logan Paul is disqualified, so Kevin Owen technically wins. And Owen attacks Paul and throws him into the steel steps, and we're not done here. He clears the announce table. He power bombs him right through the announce table, leading into a more aggressive match coming up. And I believe my prediction um, with Carlos that I talked about on our Sunday's show on the Fans of Pro Wrestling was that you know, this would have a rematch with a no disqualification stipulation at Elimination Chamber. Speaking of which, we do have, guys, sorry about that, but I want to say we do have a little technical difficulty, but we don't have that with the fans of pro wrestling. We've got shows every single Sunday. Will, Heather, Carlos, etc., and John, right, who's off on his Jericho cruise. I wish them the best. Check us out on the fansprowrestling.com. We got a lot of other great podcasts over there. Check out Ted's Takes over on YouTube. Uh, very big friend of the channel. We support each other. It's all good stuff. But next, we've got the men's Royal Rumble match. Let's get in. And at that match, we've got to see CM Punk backstage stretching and we get into the men's royal rumble match entering number one was main event jay uso entering at number two was jimmy uso squaring up face to face brother versus brother trading the right hands as tension breaks and we get a advantage and nearly eliminated but is right out of the gates at this point we get the race of the waller effect with grayson waller coming in we then at this point we do get a little bit further down, and at number four, we get Andrade El Idolo making his WWE return from the Forbidden Door in AEW land. Andrade, um, I believe, will end up on SmackDown. I do think that, you know, that would be a nice fit for him. But ultimately, Andrade slides in the ring, squares up with Grayson at this point. Enter at number five, Mellow is money, Mellow is cash, Mellow is ready. It's Carmelo Hayes. Hayes in. And he gets into a ducking match with Waller. Grayson Waller then gets eliminated by Carmelo Hayes. Hayes getting ready to be involved in some NXT action with Trick here pretty soon. I'm looking forward to covering that show with Booty Call NXT. At that point, we're entering number six with Shinsuke Nakamura. We get a little bit of good vibrations. And then we get a countdown ticking. Entering at number seven is Santos Escobar. We get a good exchange between Andrade and Santos changing sentiments to each other, hugging each other. And then at that point, we do get a little bit of an elimination here. Um, number eight, we get Karrion Cross coming out. I got to say, killer Karrion Cross. I was really expecting to have a more 
better showing at the Rumble this year with his reboot and his character. But it was very forgettable, and it was kind of in and out. And I do want to say, too, the Rumble matchup at this point was not uh, doing a lot of good for me. It wasn't like, you know, there wasn't anything major or anything, you know, that just amped up the volume for me. And it was very slow, and the lack of the crowd and the audience really, you know, was just, you know, kind of a, a slow burn for me. And I was hoping it was going to pick up by the end of the night. We get Dominic Mysterio in at 9. The crowd always booing him. Um, The guy is just a great superhero or hero, super heel. At that point, then we get entering at number 10 is Carlito. I want to say this. Carlito's new music is not the best. I like his old theme. It had a character. It had the apple, the, you know, the cool. Um, His new music's just bland. I feel like Carlito's new music in the WWE be a WWE 2K24 generic wrestler number 19 music. So I would like to challenge the WWE to go back to the traditional Carlito music. Escobar is waiting with a bated breath with Cologne while he makes his way down. At this point, Carlito uh, whipping Dominic across the ring. Um, Santos Escobar is eliminated by Carlito. The clock ticks down more and we get Lashley at number 10. Bobby Lashley comes in. We get some spears. Um, and at that point, we're facing off with Karrion Cross. They got a little thing going on on SmackDown. And Carlito is eliminated by Bobby Lashley. And Karrion Cross gets eliminated by Bobby Lashley. So Bobby Lashley's looking a little strong here for a little bit. But ultimately, it did lead to the Authors of Pain coming down, led by Paul Ellering. And then the Yasaka Cutter goes on Hayes, Lashley on the apron, Cross pulls him down, and Bobby Lashley then gets eliminated. And I do think this goes... Um, with a team style matchup on the elimination chamber. There is a brawl that breaks out and the street profits make the save and the countdown timer ticks. We get Luke, Ludwig um, Kaiser at number 12. Kaiser slides in tax Hayes. Carmelo Hayes is going to be eliminated by Finn Balor who just entered at number 14. And at that point we get a sling blade and judgment days working together as it should be. And then at number 15, we finally get a crowd reaction with the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. And he enters the fray. And at that point, Austin Theory is eliminated by Cody Rhodes. Nice move. At that point, then, we get number 16, Big Bronson Reed coming in. And we get a headbutt to Nakamura there. Bronson Reed's going to have a match on Monday Night Raw, but he does get eliminated by Andrade El Idolo. And at that point, Shinsuke Nakamura chops Cody. Further on, Nakamura's eliminated by Cody. And just before that, number 17, Kofi Kingston makes his entrance into the Royal Rumble. little disappointing in Cody, too. They didn't have any kind of fun elimination for Cody, where, or Kofi, where Kofi escapes elimination. I was talking on a chat with the fr- friends about this, and, you know, we just said, you know, I know I got some friends out there that are casual fans. They'll watch at Mania season. They'll get excited at certain times, but they don't watch continuously every year, and that's perfectly fine, right? Uh, you know, I feel like you can tag in and tag out at wrestling whenever you want. But, you know, the first thing that was asked was, well, where's the Legends tonight? You're right. There was no Legends tonight. The WWE would later explain that in a post-press conference with Triple H, saying that the Legends were going to be, you know, a, not as much of a focus because we're focusing on the current stars. Fair enough. But the Kofi near escapes, those are fun. It's a little entertaining, and you want to see what creative things he comes up with. I know there were some botches a little bit in the previous years, but I do like to see us get back to them. 
Um, heck, it even might be fun to have Kofi win a Rumble sometime using all his past escapes back to his advantage to finally get a win. I think he's deserved that, and that'd be kind of cool. We have Kofi Mania, the rerun, part two. So at this point, the countdown continues. We get number 18 is Gunther. Gunther was my number two pick to win this Rumble. Um, he had such a great standing last year, lasting so long. And I feel like Gunther will be a world champion someday. I feel like if you compare you know, the timelines, I feel like two guys that are in their prime, one from AEW and one from WWE, that are going to be having big years in the next year. I predict Gunther will have another big year, and I predict Swerve Strickland, Swerve Strickland from AEW will have a pretty good solid landing this year. Ultimately, then, we get Kofi eliminated by Gunther, and it was pretty easy for him. There was no trickery there. At that point, entering at number 19 was Ivar, and then Dominic Mysterio meets him, and then basically we get a, um, some back and forth, and then Jimmy Uso is eliminated by Braun Breaker. Number 20 enters Braun Breaker, who does eliminate Jimmy Uso. And at that point, Finn Balor is eliminated by Braun Breaker. And I sat here, remember watching the show, and I said, Braun Breaker just took the Brock Lesnar spot. I think it's a safe move by WWE. Um, ultimately, I could tell the style, the quick eliminations right after another. And I said, Braun Breaker got his spot tonight. And that's fine. Uh, we got Braun finally in the main event ring. So at this point, entering at number 20 was Almost. Almost comes in, hits a big lariat. Bronson Reed's eliminated by Almost. Ivar's eliminated by Braun Breaker. The countdown ticks. And we get the most wasted spot in Royal Rumble. Not history, but the evening. And that's Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee's music hits. He looks confused like he didn't even realize. He wasn't dressed to wrestle. He wasn't prepared. He hops in the ring. And then he crawls out over the top rope. And then he hops back in the ring. He looks at Amos. And then he crawls back out. After a couple times of this very slow, dragged out process, he does get eliminates himself by just walking out. And he tried to put over the fact that Amos was too big. It wasn't selling. Pat McAfee, for all that energy he has, um, I think it would have been better if he would have engaged in the match a little and had a little bit of a elimination instead of just eliminating himself. So that was a disappointment tonight. Almost is eliminated by Braun Breaker before the next entrant makes his way out. And at that point, Braun Breaker is eliminated by Dominique Mysterio. And at number 20 comes J.D. McDonough. Braun freight trains J.D. And they're going back and forth. And J.D. is eliminated by Jay Uso. And at 24, our truth makes his entrance. So now he got the real 24 entrance. He comes out, and this time, R-True feels like it is a tag match, and he waits on the outside to be tagged into the match. R-Truth is comedic gold. And I will say right now, I'm enjoying his work in the Judgment Day. I enjoy the fact that, you know, these little, you know, shindigs of his, where he enters the Royal Rumble, thinks it's the Money in the Bank match, climbs the ladder and says, where's the briefcase, right? Now this year, he's trying to tag into it. Dominic Mysterio... Um, I believe, or who was it that made the tag? Was it Gunther? Or somebody made the tag, and Truth was in. And at that point, there was some moves. There was the You Can't See Me from Truth. And then we get the Miz entering at 25, and we get the awesome Truth reunited tag team for at least a little bit. And at that point, Gunther attacks Truth from behind. And then we enter at number 26 is Damian Priest. Our Truth is eliminated by Damian Priest. No muss, no fuss, just out the door. Not a lot of buildup or explanation here, and I thought it was a little bit weird for that to happen, but we move on. So at that point, uh, Gunth, we basically have some Gunther action in there, 
And then entering at 27 is none other than CM Punk, the second city saint. So at this point, we get Punk in the ring. The crowd's going nuts. We get Dominic Mysterio eliminated by Punk. And then at 28 is Ricochet. All right, that's cool. Ricochet's there. He's going to be gone soon enough. At that point, then, The Miz is eliminated by Gunther. Countdown ticks, and at number 29, we get Drew McIntyre, who is another favorite into this matchup. We're trading boots with Gunther. We get a belly-to-belly suplex that sends Ricochet across the ring. Jey Uso is eliminated by Gunther. Jey is the Iron Man of the night, and he lasted for easily close to 50 minutes tonight in the Royal Rumble. So kudos to main event Jey Uso showing his worth. And at that point, the clock's ticking down, and we get the very favorable Sami Zayn. Everybody loves Sami. Coming down, trying his chance to win a title shot at WrestleMania against Roman Reigns, maybe. But at that point, Ricochet is eliminated by Drew McIntyre. Damian Priest gets eliminated by Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn is eliminated by Drew McIntyre. And at that point, we see Rollins and Roman Reigns in their skyboxes. And the final four is Gunther, Punk, Rhodes, and McIntyre. And that's a solid final four. An argument can be made for any four of these men winning this Royal Rumble tonight. I love that part of the ending. And so ultimately, we get the Cody Cutter hits on the ring general Gunther. And Gunther is gone. He was the runner-up in the Iron Man of last year's Rumble. And then, at that point, Drew lays Punk out with chops. And then we get some back-and-forth matchups. I think they were trying to mimic the 2007, I believe it was, with Taker and Shawn Michaels-type ending. We get down to where Drew McIntyre eliminated by CM Punk. Gunther is eliminated by Cody Rhodes. And this is where we get a little bit of a matchup between CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. And we get a little bit of that promo that was just amazing and fire, but basically on Monday Night Raw, building up to essentially a match here. And then we get CM Punk yelling, I'm not going to lose to Dusty's kid. And then he lost to Dusty's kid. Cody Rhodes wins, lasting CM Punk. Becoming the first man to win back-to-back Royal Rumble since 26 years since Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the only other man outside of those two to do that is going to be Hawk Hogan. So at this point, we do have Cody kissing the mat, celebrating, and pointing at the sign as the fireworks go off. And he wastes no time pointing at Roman Reigns and calling him out. He's going for part two at WrestleMania 40 to finish the story. Great, great move tonight by WWE here. Uh, Cody was definitely the right, you know, call. Let's get into our final thoughts. All right, guys, final thoughts for the Royal Rumble. So I do want to say the WWE got it right tonight with Bayley winning. They got it right tonight with Cody Rhodes winning over CM Punk. I feel from a business ethics standpoint, you can't just throw the keys at Punk and give him the keys to the kingdom. I feel like Cody, the way he left AEW, he respected the wrestling business. He left the WWE the right way when he first left. Bet on himself, established AEW, left AEW the right way to come back. Cody Rhodes respects the wrestling business like no other. He's a Rhodes. It's royalty. CM Punk left WWE not on the best way or terms, but I supported him. He had his reasons. Fair enough, you have a right to go where you want to be happy. Also, I like his quote of, you know, you don't get better in life by being at the place that made you sick 
where you were. And I, I, it was a quote I felt, I've, it'll stay with me forever because I've had situations in my life where I said, I don't want to be sick staying here anymore. I need to get better. So ultimately, we have CM Punk, though, come back. And he left AEW not on the best of terms. So it sends the right message to the locker room to allow Cody Rhodes this win tonight over CM Punk. Now, for all you guys that are the extreme CM Punk supporters, I do want to let you guys know that CM Punk will still have his moment. I believe that comes in Elimination Chamber in that match, the Elimination Chamber match, where Punk will get his match against a Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. That's the prediction. But tonight, it was Cody's night. The right message was sent to that locker room. You do business the right way. We do business the right way. We can give you the right things. We do the right things. The right things happen in life. Guys, that's all I got for you. I wanted to make this a quick edit and recap. But thank you so much for being with me here on the road to WrestleMania. It's not goodbye. Like, share, subscribe. It's just game over.